Vaheguru ji ka khalsa Vaheguru ji ki fateh my name is Gurinder Paul Singh uh, I am the host of the JMC Chronicles in this podcast that you are currently listening to um we are currently on episode 10 um 10 episodes later um we are gone to this to this episode which is um I would never have thought a couple years back that we would get to episode 10 um I mean I didn't even think for the longest time we would get to episode 1 but um to get to episode 10 is very a truly special thing for me um and it also just goes to show like there's um asanga that is being made with this podcast and it's just something that I'm I'm so thankful for and so appreciative um all of our numbers and all of our platforms have been growing so thank you so much for those who are listening and who is sharing uh it really means a lot uh for us um because it just it helps us grow and reach out more people um but last episode we talked a little bit about social media and how uh specifically twitter and talking about how there is a lot of good and like networking evolved in it but there's always is everything the bad of it right twitter can be negative or it can be toxic um but if you guys haven't listened to that it was an amazing episode uh, i was joined by abhijit um who who had a lot of amazing things to say about like about social media just as as, as much as i did uh and to the, one of the like points i made last episode towards the end if anybody did, like missed out on it was like these these podcasts and this these episodes uh allow our guests to get a platform that they might not get um usually um so please be respectful please be kind um we are just sharing the guests are sharing their opinions as much as i'm sharing mine um with without further ado i'll turn into a little bit into this episode this episode we're joined by two um amazing uh young female leaders um it's it's amazing or two cores sorry um who both have now uh just graduated from high school uh and they'll be going on to their campuses uh I'll let them introduce themselves a little bit more uh Gurleen if you want to introduce yourself first yeah of course um as Gurinder Paul stated I just graduated from high school um I was a part of SHSS since my freshman year in high school um which is when uh it was created and that's when I got involved with Takata and then now that i've graduated i'll be attending uci as a first year bio major and i plan on continuing a jmc there awesome um hi everyone my name is amrit um i recently graduated from silver creek high school and i will now be going to san jose high uh san, sorry san jose state university um as a freshman i am studying poli sci and i am very excited to continue working on my campus with the Jakarta movement chapter there. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um for those that don't know, I also went to Analyp High School, that is where Gurleen went to and she's also already repping with the t-shirt she's wearing. I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but so to see like as Gurleen mentioned she joined as a freshman at that time I was a senior um so that's when we first started um SHSS not only at Antelope but also at um in Sacramento in general so just to see like the next wave of leaders that came out of like that graduated from Antelope after after me and after the class that we started with is just always it's it's a really good and it's just we've met before and it's just like it's always just amazing to catch up and 
listen to what you you guys have been doing uh, over the years. But uh, something I want to kind of start off with and something that is really like the aim of this episode is to talk a little bit more about um, the event that you guys both or the conference you guys both um, organized and put on um, during this pandemic time, which is like always it's been hard for not only just for SHSS in general, but for also for us folks at GMC uh and just oh in general the whole world right it's been a tough time trying to come up with new new ways to connect with your community new ways to do stuff but yet not be able to see people in person right so um for us like for for jmc and for me specifically like creating this podcast was one of those ideas that i did right but uh i'll hand it over to either one of you guys who want to start first um just let us know like what the conference the like the name what, what it was like the whole plan of it and like how did it come to be how did you guys get this idea um whoever wants to go first okay so i can start us off so our conference is called napoleantanapolange which means we haven't forgotten and we won't forget um a lot of our ideas a lot of our goals actually revolved around the name uh we felt like a lot of our youth uh in general in our experience the youth that we've interacted to interacted with the community spaces that we've been a part of, we felt like our narrative of 1984 and all the events that happened before and after it was kind of being erased. The youth didn't understand nor were they getting an in-depth analysis of what happened during that time. It was kind of just stuff that I could get from reading a couple articles after doing a Google search of what happened in 1984. So we wanted to create something that kind of reminded the youth that Sikh history is very rich it is very much still affecting us to this day and we wanted to create a safe space where the youth could come and ask all their questions and also learn and grow um, about just our history in general and we specifically focused our conference around the events that took place in 1984 uh, we kind of had a timeline of events we started out in 1947 with the uh, partition of India and Pakistan, and we kind of ended it off with the Kasan Morcha that's happening right now. Yeah, it's it's just that's like really awesome, and I'll I'll let you little speak a little bit more about that, Gurleen. But like, it's really like it's awesome to see, and it's like it's kind of it's like I say awesome in terms of like it's it's kind of actually sad to see like like from 1947 to like this day, like the Kasan Morcha is still going on to this day. For those that don't know. Um, it's still happening. It's, it's just because it's not getting posted as much or you don't see it enough on your timeline enough, it's still happening. So if you, if you do want to still like check into it and be an ally, it's, it's definitely still, it's still going on. So don't think that like that, that has came and passed because it hasn't. Um, but it's just like to see like from 1947 to this day, like it's still like they're like these types of events are still happening. It's just like, for me, like it makes me really just like step back and try to like take in of like, like just why right and i feel like that's something that like i'll speculate a little bit because i wasn't able to join but like that's something that you guys kind of like maybe addressed in in your guys's conference of just like why is it still continuing to this day and girlene if you want to talk a little bit more about the uh conference and just in terms of like what the aim uh, in terms of like what you wanted out of it and like what you were trying to get out of it for your for yourself 
yeah I'll just go into like how I came to know about this like Amu just randomly called me one day and she was like hey I have this idea about this conference series and like it honestly really resonated with me because I felt like we weren't raising enough awareness um, to our own youth like high school students college students about what really happened and I feel like a lot of us were forgetting our true roots and um, a lot of our history so we just wanted to raise more awareness about that and so um in the SHSS officers group chat, we just sent a message and we were like, um, this is the idea, this is what we plan on doing, making um, four conferences ranging from this time to that time. And um, we got a number of responses back. So we all joined Slack and um, yeah, that's how we put together a team. And then I also wanted to give a shout out to our whole team. Um, we have like Harleen from Silver Creek, Sehej from Homestead, Gurleen and Simran from Bellflower High School. So this is like high schools in Sacramento, um, SoCal too, along with the Bay Area. And then also special um, shout out to Ragni, who was the Bay Area community organizer. Without her, like we wouldn't have gotten this far and she honestly helped us so much. Um, but yeah, that was kind of like the thought process behind like why we need to make a full conference series and why we need to, um, start from 1947 to the present day, like contemporary Punjab. Um, but yeah, that was how it originally started. And it's just like, again, you talked about like from various high schools, right? And that's something that re really resonated with me when we found like, so for those that don't kind of know, so uh, jam, we just had our JMC retreat for the 2021-2022 school year. Um, there, so a bunch of um, college students from all over, uh, from ranging from community college all the way to UCs to CSUs. Uh, we all got together this past um, this past weekend. Uh, in past weekend, I think referencing this would be two weeks ago now when, if this episode goes live. Um, but it was just a weekend of we got together and we, we just shared what things worked for us, what didn't work for us during COVID, uh, what we're planning to do going forward, uh, new things to learn to make our JMC experiences even better and make our JMCs better. Um, but Mandeep had put you guys both on the spot a little bit and um, made you guys talk about a little bit about like what the conference was and what you guys did. Right. And from that, like when I heard about that, because I had, I had seen it, but it was just like, I, I, I didn't look much into it, but I also did see like when Naragni was like talking about it a couple of times and posting about it, like I saw like that was a really, like, it was a really amazing thing to see. Right. But then on top of that, it's just like to see like, you guys from various different high schools from all over the state, not just in some of the same area, like getting together and planning something this big is like, that's, that's like major props to you guys. Right. Um, you guys both, and uh, you guys both are again, like are, it's, it's kind of hard for you guys to like get into that space a little bit of terms of like organizing, because like in our community, like gores are not been able to give like the creative, like freedom to do events like that especially right um so for you guys to not only just be young but to also be cores in that field like this that's like it makes it even more just like meaningful and more more amazing amazing um so i want to talk to you guys a little bit more about you guys as speakers you guys had um during this time and if you guys want to talk about a couple workshops uh, or talk about anything else that you guys that stood out for you guys when you guys were planning and when you guys were um running it and attending it um feel free to talk about it in any aspect but i just want to talk a little bit about like who were a couple of guests that you guys brought on um how'd you guys like come to like because i know you guys were 
like the driving force of like talking to these guests, talking to the speakers and like getting them on board. So just like a little bit of talking about like how that whole experience went for you guys. Like why did the speakers that you guys get, like why those people stand out for you guys? Um, Gerlene, if you want to kind of start a little bit and then Amrith, you can always chime in. Yeah, I think it's great you mentioned um, how like gores aren't really mentioned in our, our community and like they aren't at the forefront of most of these movements. Um, because one of our goals oh, while we were picking out speakers was to at least have one core speaker um, who'll be able to speak on these topics. And like we were able to get one for almost every conference series, which was um, amazing. Um, and another thing is like this conference was like ran by all females, which is also super empowering for all of us. And a lot of the speakers also mentioned to us that um, like it's amazing young gores are taking the initiative to start something like this. Um, but on top of that, like um, contacting speakers, like if anyone is ever like um, interested in creating something like this, I would definitely recommend like reaching out to as many as you can, like definitely doing your research and doing um, as much like outreach as you can. And like maybe even building a team specifically for outreach, because that's what we did. You know, we had an email template and we had an outreach team that would specifically send emails out to these speakers. Um, and just wait for the responses. And that's honestly just how we got a lot, all these like wonderful speakers to come out and speak to us from all over the world. Like, you know, the UK, Canada, um, the East Coast, even California speakers. Um, so yeah, that was kind of our thought process. Um, one of the main struggles that we had in organizing the conference was definitely when it came to speakers. Uh, like Erlene mentioned, we wanted to make sure that the God's perspective and a God voice was present in every single conference it was definitely hard to find a god that was either willing or that even had studied that topic to come and speak out for us a lot of gods either never got back to our emails we couldn't find any it was definitely a struggle but i am so glad that we were able to pull, pull through and find at least one god for every single conference and again to the point that Gerlene made when you are organizing something like this it is very hard to get speakers we reached out to over 50 people and only got responses back from like 11 and 12. So it was definitely a struggle. A lot of follow-up emails, a lot of like, you know, pressuring people like, please set up a meeting with us. Like, you know, we are willing to do whatever, but yeah, definitely one of our biggest struggles was just trying to get speakers and especially speakers that were willing to speak with our other already confirmed speakers. That was an issue that we didn't think we would face. Um, but we had a lot of speakers drop out because they were like, oh yeah, I don't want to speak next to the person that's also at this conference. So that was a struggle that we did not think, nor did we prepare for it. So that was also a very interesting experience to see so many influential speakers and community leaders just be like, oh yeah, I'm not going to speak next to this person for personal reasons, you know, community reasons, whatever they may be. But yeah, that was definitely a struggle. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys, like, again, for you guys, especially to, like, be running and organizing something, I like, like, especially, like, again, I preference it, like, you guys were in high school during this time, right? This was last year. So you guys were, like, in high school, you guys are high schoolers doing this stuff, right? Like, when I was in high school, when I was a senior, we were doing such a soldas. That was, like, our biggest, like, event that we could plan and, like, get together. And that was, like, barely if we could, be, like, manage that, right? And like, the fact that you guys, would like, were able to do this and, like, 
it's just like it's so like it, for me it's just so amazing to like just see and like um be fond of right um but i think you guys really did like did a, like did an um, amazing job but like also like you guys made a great point of like if you guys want if you're if you're passionate about something if you want to do something you can't just um like go at it with like minimum effort like if you want to go about it you have to go like you have to give it like you're all and you also can't be afraid of like getting rejected because like that's like the biggest thing right for like some people just like like they start saying like oh should we reach out to them oh they're no they're just gonna say no anyways and then now you just like you don't even know you're just like if, like guessing right and like that's a struggle by itself and i think you guys you guys managed it, it from the sounds of it managed it really well and um again i just applaud and just sit back in awe right um so if you guys want to kind of talk about in terms of like what each day was uh, a little bit of a breakdown of like what each day looked like in terms of like the topics that are like the things like set on each day or like topics set on each day, uh, any workshops or anything that you guys did that stood out for you guys personally, uh, but also like something that you guys were like when you guys were planning and organizing something that you guys wanted to like make sure that happened. Um, either one of you guys can would start. I mean, Amrith, if you want to take this one first. Yeah, so I can go over a little bit of the structure of our conferences and who our guest speakers were. So our conference we had decided would take place from April to July, every second Saturday at 12 o'clock. So our first conference, we started from 1947 up to the 1970s. Our speakers were Dr. Iktidar Jima from the United Nations, uh, Dr. Thikapopoli from the 1947 archive and Simranjit Singh from the Sikh Coalition. And they did a deep dive into the partition and specifically what that meant for the Punjabi Sikh community that was living in Punjab at that time. And also the other communities like the Muslim and Hindu communities that were living in Northern Punjab at that time and how it affected them and how it continues to affect the generations. Uh, to this day, we talked and they showed us pictures about houses that people had put their entire livelihood into just preserving the people that used to live there because of how brutal and how bloody the partition was it was it was it put a lot into perspective to see the fact that people that could never see their homes again you know never got to visit their homelands again never got to see the homes that they grew up in again but it also kind of gave you a little bit of faith that the people that were forced into these homes they decided to preserve the families cultures, the family's traditions, they preserve their houses. Some of their stuff was like, they never went into a room again because of how special it was to the other family. So it was also heartbreaking, but it was also very inspiring to see that, you know, people are still very empathetic towards the people that lost their homes during that time. It, we also talked about British colonialism during that time and how the government, the Indian government, and the British government kind of got together and they just drew the boundary between India and Pakistan without any regard for the people that were living there. And I think we all know how many lives were lost and how many families were broken during that time. Um, Gurleen, if you want to talk a little bit more about what we went over the first conference. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like Amu was saying, um, they showed a lot of great images that really showed how much destruction the partition really did cause and how many lives and families were lost. And then I think um, 
Simranjit Singh, he showed us a chart um, that showed like the statistics of like the six sacrifices in the independent struggles. And, you know, it was showing how like, uh, in, um, um, in terms of like getting in prison for life, like that was 81% of six, just looking at those statistics um, really makes me angry because it's like six were at the forefront out of, um, because of a lot of these um, fights and, you know, they never got the recognition um, that they deserved. And then, um, like Amu was saying, you know, a good question was asked, when do the British pay reparations? And I think like, that's a great conversation starter um, for anybody. If you want to get more into it, start a conversation in your own home. Um, you know, I think just like talking to your grandparents about that question and whatnot, like it can definitely help with healing. And um, it's a question that does need to get brought up in our own homes. No, I, I think that um, I think that's a really good place to start because a lot of people like looking back, especially right, they think that like 1984 was like a stand, like a standstill event, like there was nothing before it, and not like it just like it was just like 1984 happened, and that basically nothing led up to it, and like nothing after it happened. But it's like that's very much like that's that was like a very much of a like a climactic point, but because it had started for um 1947. I can't do the math off the top of my head. Uh, I think it's 37 or 37 years, I believe. Uh, don't, I'm not good at quick math, but it's just like, it just goes to show you like it was something that like, like there's a conversation to ha have. And like, that's a whole conversation of its own that to have about like, how, how did we get to where, like how we got to a place where it happened to like 1984 events occurred and all the other violence that happened right it's like there's a whole there's a whole backstory to it um but like for me like for personally like my grandparents they they had to um they were forced out of their homes because of the partition right so they had to walk for about like hundreds and hundreds of miles um and it was like there was just no there was no like support given to them right it was just basically like if you made it like you made it you made it if you didn't that's that's like unfortunate for you and it was just like so sad to see like so many like so many innocent people having to like lose their life but in like in a way like it's just so grueling and so like saddening right to like lose your family to not see your family that you if you get separated right it's just so like like when you like I don't know like how it was at the conference but for like me when I like when I hear these stories from my grandparents when they were talking about it like it's just like those types of stories like they really like hit like at, towards like at my heart because it's just like I can't I couldn't manage I couldn't imagine like me having to give up everything that I have like here currently where I live and having to walk hundreds of hundreds of miles just because I was kicked out of my my house just because I because because of conflicts that had nothing to do with me right and um i i think it was it's that's an amazing point to, like the amazing place to start um but i that that sounded like what you guys is um day one sounded like so if you guys want to talk a little bit about like what the next couple of days were um a little bit talking more about like what the next kind of things like because 1947 was a start like so what was like the next things that you guys talked about what what were like the next things you guys wanted to focus on and and go from there yeah um so our second conference um 
Um, the timeline was the 1970s to 1980s, and then the three speakers that we did have was Dar uh, Dr. Harpreet Singh from Harvard, Gurpreet Gore from Sikh Research Institute, and then lastly, um, Shamsher Singh um, from Khalistan Center. And so this conference mainly revolved around um, the buildup to the Battle of Amritsar and like, along with how the government played a role in all of that, along with the media. So one of the big takeaways I had from this uh, conference, uh, conference sorry, um, was how the media portrayed six. you know? I think in a lot of those articles, they're calling six terrorists and they're saying, um, you know, Satjanar Singh is the main reason that um, this genocide is happening and they're just blaming six instead of the government and who was truly at fault. And that really stuck out to me because like at that time in the 1980s, you know, we didn't realize how big of an impact media had, but those newspapers and those um, media articles, those created a lot of tension and that's what caused a lot of the mobs to come out and start pulling six, six out of their homes and killing them or like even raping women going as far as that killing children, you know? Um, so that was just really, um, that's what made me really emotional because I didn't know it was that deep. And um, this conference really showed me that, you know, we're lucky to live in a time where um, life's different. And like back then it just shows you how much, um, how much pain and suffering they went through because of something they weren't even the cause of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this conference also put in, for me, especially, it put a lot into perspective in the way that, like you had mentioned, Grindelwald, that 1984 and the Battle of Amritsar was not an isolated event. The government was preparing for this a very long time before even uh, Sanchana Singh Pindravale became an influential community member. They, that was, you could say that using Sanjana Singh Pindravale was kind of just a scapegoat to cover up what the government was actually trying to do during that time. Um, the way that they burned the Sikh reference library, we lost thousands of years of knowledge and history and just so much Gandhi, right, that was lost in those books that were never given back to us or were just burned into ashes. We lost so many innocent lives that day. Um, so again, you know, that, that conference really hit home. It was it was a very emotional conference for sure. We talked a lot about what it was like during that time. We talked a lot about the effect that it even had on people that weren't at the complex during that time. Even people that were out here in America or Canada or UK or wherever you were and how it just kind of created like this, um, kind of just baffled everyone. Like nobody expected this. But then when you look into the history, you look over the timeline of events they gave us, it was very clear that the government was working up to something. And it was just like, you know, you couldn't believe how something so, like, how can someone be so malicious as to kill thousands of innocent pe people? Um, but yeah, this conference definitely put a lot into perspective. And it definitely showed me how much um, just like straight out lies were being perpetrated into the narrative around 1984, uh, how much information was falsified and that was given to us and we were like told to believe, but the entire time, you know, just it was, it was all just like the truth was just sitting right there. So it was just kind of like, it made you step back and think it's like, oh my God, there's so much that I don't know. There's so much left to learn, so much pain and hurt that was caused that I never even knew about. So yeah, I think that was my biggest takeaway from the second conference. Yeah, um, I, think, I think there's a lot of like, for me, um, for those who might've attended, in 2019 now, I believe, 
Um, we did have, Chikara did have a Lilkar, which is our collegiate um, conference that we have. We have Nishan and we have Lilkar. Nishan is for high school students and uh, Lilkar is for collegiate uh, students. Um, but the 2019 Lilkar was, was based around like 1984. And that whole weekend was just so much like for me personally, it was like so much of a like an emotional, like, I don't want to say ride, but like an emotional, like a weekend for me because it's just like even though like i wasn't there or i was i was born way later right just like just like the stories that we heard that that weekend and just like just a little bit of like just that even now like trying to like just look back on it and talk about it is like a, like it's a bit hard and a little bit difficult for for me personally as well again because it's like like i said it was just not like um those who fought that were that were uh shaheed that day like innocent um women and little bachi kids they were also shaheed that day and not just that day but leading up to that 1984 and all those days uh right because in 1984 like we say like 1984 is a whole over overview year but it was like it's not just one day as well it was a whole a whole sequence of events a whole sequence of days that like that whole that whole event transpired and so it just for me like again just like for you guys to like bring these topics and like talk about these topics um like it's something that we need especially in our space because i feel like it's a lot of it's just being like swept under the rug um so again i just want to again say thank you for for everything you guys did and like holding that but i do want to move on to a little bit like the third and fourth day a little bit um i see that from the kind of the notes that you guys shared with me that the um, third and fourth day, the third is we use it a little bit about like the 1990s and a little bit past 1984, like the events that happened after 1984 and that year. Um, for for a reference, it, it wasn't uh, the year after that start, stuff started happening. No, no, no. It was the next week, the next day after the events of of June, because that's when the the attack on Amritsar uh, happened. Hermandar uh, Sahib happened. It's just like, that's from that day on, like it was an instant repercussion of all these events that, that you guys can talk a little bit more about. But um, just talking about a little bit about like your guys' day three and talking a little bit about your guys' day four with that relating into like what's happening right now in, in, in India and in Punjab right now. Um, if you guys want to talk about that, I just, I just know like for me again, like I know like a couple of these things because again, we had our little car about this, but like a lot of folks don't know about this right and it's just like we if we don't talk about it then who is right and so that's why i'm just like so so happy that you guys were able to organize and run this event but if you guys want to talk a little bit about your guys third and fourth day um go ahead yeah i'm glad you mentioned how like um this is a good like our main goal with this conference series was to create a space where people can leave their comments and leave their questions um and i'm glad you mentioned like um how eye-opening this was for some people and how emotional it made them because our point wasn't to make them emotional but it was to raise awareness and i feel like that's exactly what this conference series did and then in terms of the third conference this one was really emotional for me because um we had two speakers maninder singh from khalistan center and bajitthar singh from insaf and bajitthar singh he showed the insaf page and for those of you who haven't been on it it shows like all of the shaheeds um, ranging from all different ages, you know, our berserk and then even um, children. Um, so it made me really emotional because I saw 
young boys, young shaheeds, as young as the age of eight, disappearing and you know, getting murdered. And I think um, like that's what this conference really focused on was like the aftermath of everything that happened, um, the inappropriate media portrayals of what happened um, in Amritsar. You know, a lot of that was the reason why. Um, you know, all we lost so many lives, so many uh, shaheeds got picked up and taken from their own homes, and so many moms still continue to cry for their children, and that's what really um, hits home because these women are still crying for their sons to come back, and like, you know, the government—they're not owning up to anything that they did. Um, so that's what really hit me hard this conference on the third conference. Um. Uh, uh, going really quickly back to Grindelwald's point, uh, another goal of this conference uh, was to take control of our narrative. We wanted to make sure that the stories of Sikhs and Punjab was being told by people who are from Sikh, who people are who are Sikh, and people who are from Punjab, and not being told by you know a government entity or some kind of institution. So we really wanted to take control of our narrative and tell the stories that we never got to tell before. But a little bit more back into the third conference, we, along with all the work that Insaf did and talking about the children, Shaheeds, and all the people that we lost, uh, we also talked about the way that doesn't matter in what point you look into history, there was always resistance that we had to fight back and that still hasn't changed to this day. When you look at the timeline, you know, we were in the early days, we were fighting against the Mughal Empire and then you get British colonialization and then you get the Indian government and now we're still fighting the Indian government and capitalism and like multinational corporations that are trying to take our land away from us. Um, we talked a lot about that. And we also talked about, like you had said, the events that happened directly after the Battle of Amritsar, like you have the operation of Black Thunder, uh, every other attack that happened on the other Gardwara surrounding all over Punjab, right? We talked about what the community did directly after 1984, the declaration of Khalistan, we talked about the Kargus, we talked about the uprising of the Khalistani movement, and on the point of the Khalistani movement, we also talked about what Sikh liberation means, what it means to us, what it means to the community, and kind of navigating what, you know, liberation would look like, and what that kind of future is, and we, we made a point that was really transparent that was actually made by our troll, the only troll we got the entire conference, who had said that, you know, if there's a Khalistan, I will be at the em embassy uh, protesting it. And our, our speaker's response to that was that if Khalistan is doing something wrong, if the government that the Sikhs have created for themselves is doing something wrong, it's not transparent. It is also our duty to go up there and protest alongside you and be like, you know what? Okay, so we fought a very long and hard fight to get where we are. And if you are not doing something correctly, and if you are doing something that goes against our morals and our ideals, we are gonna be there right next to you protesting the government and how important transparency is in almost any liberation movement. But that conference was by far, um, if I do say so myself, it was my favorite conference. We talked so much about so many other topics that conference could have gone on for days. Um, but yeah. Uh, and also, quick point before I mention, and we move on to the fourth conference, all of these recordings are available in our resource drive. Um, I can't give you all the link, 
but I can spell it out for you guys. So the link is tinyurl.com slash nbnb resources. If you did want to check that out, we have amazing resources there. We have all of the presentations and we have all of the recordings of the four conferences. Yeah. So I'll most so I'll get that uh, URL from you if if that's fine, and I'll I'll put it in the description of our YouTube video. So if you are watching us on YouTube, you can just click the description and the the link that um, Amrith just said will be there, and you can click on that and check it out for yourself. Um, I just want to preference before I keep going that um we are on Zoom, so even though like the world is getting out of Zoom and we are. We are um, getting more in person, even with COVID, with the new variant stuff like that. There is always tef- uh, technical issues that occur. Um, I've also, I'm pretty sure everybody that's dealt with Zoom or has been on Zoom has knows this. Um, so uh, anytime if if any of our cams do freeze, um, please bear with us. Again, uh, it's 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 just Zoom. Uh, in recording, it it puts a lot of toll on our on our internets. So please uh, bear th- bear that in mind. Um, Amrith, uh, your your camera did freeze again, so that's why I'm preferring this. If you want to turn it off and turn it back on and try it again, um, but again, please just we especially with me. Uh, I I've said this from the beginning in the first episode that I'm no ex- expert on podcasts. I'm not no expert with tech. I'm not no expert with uh, videos. So if I do make mistakes, I do uh, wholeheartedly apologize. It's never meant to be to be a mistake, right? Um, I don't make these mistakes on purpose, but please bear with us, right? Um, But also the other point I want to make before we do move on is just like, uh, if you do have any, like these opinions, again, are, are, are what we say here and what this platform is, is just to give platforms for anybody to speak. Um, I'm more than happy to have anybody come on this podcast and, and speak about what they want to speak about, right? But um, just please, I, I preference this in the last one again. Um, let's just keep like negative comments and hate away. Like there's a there's a way to go about if you want to have a discussion or you want to have a talk about stuff. There's a way to go about that instead of just um, calling people stupid or calling people names. So please just keep that in mind uh, when you are. Um, trying to talk back or rebuttal right um but with that i'm gonna go a little bit into your guys' fourth and last conference of the of the overall event in the overall conference uh and this one is kind of a to think about like we were just talking from we've shortly just talked about from 1947 all the way up to the 1990s early 2000s to now we're going to be talking about stuff that happens to this day and i know i'm with you you already preferenced this a little bit and also those that don't know we did do an episode about the farmers protest the kasan morcha uh that is episode three so that is also uh in the description if you want to go check that out there is a whole episode on that uh we were joined by two amazing guests that day as well um, but if you guys want to talk a little bit about it, uh, Gurleen, if you want to start about um, what day four was, what the fourth conference was about, and how how you guys went about it, and like the guests and the conversations that you had that day. Yeah, um, our conference four was just, it was our most recent one in July, and the three speakers we had for this one was uh, Dr. Navu Gill from William Patterson University, Harleen Gore from UCLA, and Manfred Gore from um, art of citizenry and then so this one mainly focused on contemporary Punjab and basically um, 
I really like the discussion we had at the end of this because a lot of individuals were asking how the youth can um, help Punjab now, how we from sitting from America can directly help Punjab and what we can do. Um, and so we definitely talked about the farmers protest, but another thing we talked about that really hit me was the systematic infiltration of drugs because I personally know someone in Punjab who has been affected by this. And um, it's a serious thing because it's taking out so much of our youth and these speakers definitely did mention it, how like serious this problem is and how much recognition it needs and how the government needs to focus on how this is a serious problem and how drugs are taking out the youth of uh, Punjab. And then um, on top of that, you know, Punjab is known for their five rivers and um, we all know like the water crisis that's happening right now, like we definitely needed to address that. And that's something the speakers also addressed in that conference, which um, was super helpful because then it gave us an idea of where we can help our community, our community back home where they do need the most help right now, how we can help with the farmers protests, the drugs, the water crisis, um, even like the censoring of the Punjabi language. It was definitely such an insightful conference. And um, if anyone has the free time, definitely check it out and see what you can do for your own, own community back home. Yeah. Um, a couple other points on that that we talked about. We talked about um, I think something that resonated the most with me was our relationship to Punjab and our home country and how that changed. Uh, we talked about how a lot of the times when we go back and we visit Punjab, it is so centered on the sense of self. We center it on, you know, going to the bazaar and getting, you know, all the suits and all the jewelry or whatever you're going to the bazaar for, you know, um, meeting up with family, which again, you know, it's important to connect with your family, you know, go to the bazaar whatever but we we've kind of detached ourselves from the sense of community that exists for us in Punjab we don't go and we don't sit with the people of our band we don't listen to their struggles we don't listen to their stories you know we don't take time out of our day time out of our trips to go and really learn the history and the culture of the land we're on and kind of resonate ourselves with the fact that you know this this land um, is struggling and there's a lot of struggles that we never hear about sitting out here and you know uh, all of us are out here in America um, or Canada UK wherever you may be right so how important it is that when you go and visit Punjab if you are lucky enough to go back to listen to the people that are living in your bend to listen to your community and resonate with their struggles and try to you know ground yourself and remind yourself that okay these are the people that I come from right this is how they're struggling this is how I can help them and kind of just sit on it for a little bit um something else that was really amazing in our fourth conference was we had a speaker I mean sorry an audience member reach out to us and he said that he was super inspired by our past three conferences and that he took time out of his day to write a poem um about Napoleon specifically centered around the name. It was an amazing poem. Again, if you have the time, it is towards the last 30, 40 minutes of our fourth conference, please go check out the recording and listen to his poem. It was very moving and it was very um, gratifying for me to know that our audience was being influenced uh, positively by the conference that we were putting on and seeing how inspired he was that he went out of his um, he went out of his way to create a poem about it. Uh, something else that we talked about in the fourth conference was something that we can call like the brain drain, which is basically that opportunities are being taken out of Punjab. Um, you know, people 
of Punjab aren't given the chance to progress further, um, or it's it's been made harder for them to do. So a lot of us have migrated out to other countries looking for opportunities, which has taken so much knowledge out of Punjab. Um, it's taken so many skills, so many people out of Punjab and Punjab is kind of regressing rather than progressing, um, which was something else that we really talked about uh, that really stuck with me. We also, like Gerlene had mentioned, we focused this conference on the youth specifically. We wanted to talk about, okay, so, you know, we talked about all this stuff. We talked about all this history, all these, all these instances, all the struggles that we've as a community have faced, but like now what do we do with this information? A lot of times we talk about our problems and we never propose a solution. So we talked a lot about what the future looks like. I mean, we can't predict the future, but what we can do in present day to kind of work towards solving these issues, um, that was an amazing discussion and a discussion that we have yet to continue that hopefully we will be able to continue in future events. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it about what we talked about our four, in our four conferences. Uh, I'm sure we left out a lot of stuff that we couldn't, you know, remember. So please, um, please go check out the recordings. They will all be made available to you um, in the description, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. So I, again, I, I think because the notes you guys did share for me to kind of get a, like a gist of the conference, because I had heard of it, but I didn't know like too many details about it. So like the notes that you guys get, there's there's obviously a lot more that we could go into and go into more depth in. Um, but again, that would like I rather folks that wanted to learn more about these individual topics and these individual conferences to go check out the links, go check out the presentations for yourself instead of just hearing a quick overview of it from from us and from our uh, amazing speakers and guests today. So I rather, um, if you guys want, go to the description again, uh, just click the link and it will take you to the resource page and then do your own learning, do your own um, your own journey, right? Uh, I think, think these, again, these podcasts are made to give a sense of direction to anybody that might be wanting a direction, right? And um, if you go from this episode and you just, want to learn about whatever we talked about and that's it and you want to keep moving that's fine that's more than I'm, that's it's more than happy and that's one of the goals that i had for this podcast we had for this podcast was just to give somebody something to talk about or something to think about if one person takes away something to think about that's more than enough for us um but i want to again just say i keep repeating myself but i do really mean it and uh just like a thank you of like your guys is both your guys hard work and also all the uh all the others that were on the team and helped uh i think this was it's like from just hearing from it for like the past however long we've been recording for um listening to you guys just talk about it each day in conference and breaking it down it's, it's like this must have taken a lot of time a lot of work for you out of your guys's personal lives to do this and the fact that you guys did this like again at such like in high school years and like such a young age is just like it's even more impressive and mind-blowing so um definitely i i think this was i think this is something that was really needed and it's really helpful for our community um i just want to ask will this just be a one-time thing or will they will you guys continue this in the future maybe switch it up a little bit maybe not have four but maybe a couple days or however you guys is there anything in, in the future planned 
We were just talking about this, but yes, we do want to continue Napolea Napolange with the same name and like the same team. Um, we've all talked about it before, um, but we want to continue something similar into our um, JMCs along with like even alongside SHSS because some of our other um, team organizers, they're still in SHSS and still continuing to do wonderful things. Um, but we do want to continue this name and we do want to have more conferences revolving around this idea and even more. Um, yeah yeah um i think um again I, I keep going back to this but like carlene for you again i say this because um me being from antelope right and when you were a freshman so you kind of saw like how we started out um just to see like if you want to talk a little bit more uh this is a little bit about like switching gears a little bit just to talk a little bit more about your guys selves and your guys selves um Again, I just want to preference again, the link is in the description. So please click that, go to your own research, go enjoy it for yourself or learn for yourself. Um, but to switch gears a little bit, um, I just want to talk about how your your years, especially because I didn't know much what happened after I had left my senior year. So after I had we had started and did that one year, I didn't really, I, I didn't look back as much. I didn't keep up with it as much. So if you just want to talk about your journey with Antelope SHSS and how when you like first, started getting into leadership positions there, how it was to like how you're leaving it and what's like what you want to take, like what you've learned and what you're taking to like the JMC that you're going to, because ultimately that's one of the goals for Jakarta and for us in general. Uh, I say us because we, we always, we, everybody talks about like how we want to go from SHSS to JMC to still being around in missiles or volunteering or becoming staff like so it's always it's like a pipeline of like so whatever you've learned at one stage of your you got a career or your path right you want to take to the next so if you girlin if you just want to start off and just talk about a little bit about your journey personal journey about like how that all transpired and everything like that um SHSS Antelope like always holds a special place in my heart because growing up even throughout like elementary and middle school there was never any sick clubs never like a large group of Punjabi sick students coming together in one room and like deciding to do something for their own community and for me like my first year at SHSS was that like just like the first meeting like you may not realize during the fall how like important it was to have that small little foundation that you guys created like it meant so much to a lot of Punjabi students um on the antelope campus so just always remember that you know we're super thankful for that and um just like having that foundation was amazing because you know we took the club from like a small group of students to you know having like 30 40 registered members at one point which was my junior year and just like the all the officers i feel like you know the main advice i could give to anybody who is on shss board is like really connect with your officers they're going to be there for you like throughout the whole school year when you're whenever you're down they're gonna have your back they're gonna be there to like pick you up and let you know everything's gonna be okay because that's how it was with my officers like there would definitely be times where I would struggle and I would be overwhelmed with school like AP exams SAT and whatnot but my officers were always there for me and I think that was the strong part about Antelope is like we all work together as a team there was always like um, you know, nobody was above anyone, you know, we were all on the same platform, we were all throwing out ideas, always making it work, um, trying new things, and even if, you know, those new things didn't work, we wouldn't let that bring us down, we would just keep pushing forward, trying new ideas, new events, and whatnot, um, and definitely, like, relying on our community organizers a lot, like Harjit, Mandeep, and Harjit, and um, they've been there for our club 
for so long and like without them you know I don't know where we'd be just their su continuous support has helped SHSS so much um, but yeah definitely that was one of my best experiences of high school that yeah. club literally changed my life <laughs> <laughs> no I think I think you I think that's like that's honestly like Again, I, I've had discussions with Mandeep, who is our Sacramento um, community organizer for Jakarta. Um, but Harji and uh, Harkiran, they're also a part of the Scuba, which is our Sacramento Yuba City um, region here that we have in the North Cal, right? Um, so I've had numerous conversations with Mandeep because Mandeep uh, wasn't there when we first started, right? Uh, he joined a little bit later so like when I when he asked me about like how was it when we started and like I, we were just talking a little bit it was like kind of like I started opening up a little bit to like just be like when we first started like we didn't we had zero clue what we were doing like I'm not gonna lie like we just had no idea everything was a mess everything was just like let's just go through the motions this year and hopefully whoever comes after us like picks it up right that was like legit towards the end of the year that was our that was our plan that became our plan of like just let's just make it to the end of the year um and from there we'll just leave it to whoever comes next right it's a horrible plan because we're setting up like the next like whoever came after us like with like next to nothing but uh, um so it's just like but that was like the plan towards the end. It was just like, because again, it was like our first year. We were all seniors. So not only were is it was it our first year of the club, but it was our last year of high school. So it was like towards the end of high, like towards the end of that year, like all the seniors were basically like, yeah, um, I want to get, I want to leave already. I want to be done with high school. So there was like commitment obviously dropped off with like, that's something that kind of like happens even in JMC to this to this uh to this time especially right because i did join i i joined i think i've talked about a little bit about my journey but i was at community college after i had graduated from antelope high school in 2018 so i wasn't at davis right away so for two years i was like without a jmc um so for me like those two years i just spent like still i was always in contact with all of our community organizers i went to uh i volunteered and facilitated uh one time and uh twice at a uh at our nishan at our uh high school conference and then i also attended both little uh, car which is our collegiate conference so i was still around all the time i would always help out wherever i could uh but it was like very much like so those two years was kind of just i didn't know what was going on but then last year when i was able to join or transfer to davis um i was able to become i was i was on the board for uh for jmc davis uh, and we were able to do a lot of amazing things, but it was just like, again, we were as much as I was learning, everybody else was learning because of like COVID and we were learning about zoom and just how to do things. And it was just like, for us, we just, like, we were just like, Hey, we, we have to try it, right. If we don't try it, then we'll never be able to accomplish anything. Um, that's how our podcast started. That's how our, our JMC is still growing to this day. Um, again, if, if, for those who are listening, uh jmc davis we are we are coming back and we're stronger than before we'll be better than before right um we have a lot of excited exciting things coming up for this year but um so please uh stay tuned and who knows we'll have a whole podcast with the whole entire board joining me one time right in the in the future here maybe next month maybe even a special special episode just for just to let you guys know what we're up to right um but so it's just 
it's like for me to see back right when when i was talking i'll go back to my story which i got sidetracked from um but like when i was talking to mandeep about it like it kind of got me a little bit emotional because i was just like we started off this club with no end goal in in sight right we just started this club um to start it honestly right because Belinder, she had come back to jakarta after uh, after some time after she was done with her schooling a little bit uh and she was she was our sacramento uh community organizer at the time and she was basically like she just basically got into contact with a bunch of school high schools in the area and was trying to get us to all create shss um uh clubs at all of our high schools and we didn't know much about it we didn't know what to make of it uh i remember my first nishan as a participant back in 2018 it was i was like meeting all these new faces all these new people from all over the place and i was like i don't know who anybody is here like i felt like really like it was just like i feel a little bit i was just like oh I'm here, I guess. But then it's just like uh, that was like my first time seeing a bunch of people. Then I met the same people again in a little car, and it's just like a building, right? And um, that's just how it goes. Like you just have to keep building relationships. You just have to keep going at it. Uh, don't be overly shy, right? My that's my advice. If you ever if you do get into a position to meet new people, um, just open up with at least one person or two people. At least get to meet two new people at least, right? And just go from there. Um, but for us, it was just, it's just for me to look back at like Antelope SSS is just like the things that you guys have done. And again, it's sort of, sort of amount of time, right? I talk about this, like I've, I've graduated like seven years ago, right? But, <laughs> but I have only graduated three years ago in such a short time, like the amount of like progress you guys have made from your freshman year to your, to your senior year and graduating off, right? Um, it just made me really happy and made me like very very proud that even though even though we did next to nothing we were able to leave with something um but also like like you said like it was the first like Punjabi Sikh like club that I saw that was like more focused on like helping the community instead of like a social club it was more about like hey what can we do for our immediate community what can we do for a theos what can we do for um the next generation to come what can we can we do for the current generation that's here right so it's like it's like it was a it was like a new club meaning to like just being Punjabi Sikh right and at Antelope you can attest to this there is a lot of Punjabi Sikh population right so like you said like when you first joined or when you came to our first meeting there's like 30 40 people there like so it's just like even though nobody knew what it was like there people are still showing up to trying to just find out and trying to join right so uh again I just, I just wanted to say like how proud I am and then like you got and then you you Gerline specifically like helping put on and organize and run this like this type of like uh, conference it just makes me even more proud to see just like the amount like the like the types of leaders that we have coming after us and um it really makes me really happy to just see that like antelope is well re represented and then you guys are putting antelope on the spot right um even though antelope high school itself tried to diminish its own reputation last year with COVID protocols I ain't we ain't gonna start there but we, I we saw had a whole like thing about that we we like combined with Jakarta COVID team mm -hmm. and we like had this um conference about like why it's inappropriate what we can do and like I think we put together an email for everyone to send out to the school board like that was one of the big things we did over COVID as yeah. with like I think biomed club or something we combined and um we protested against it. So that was one of the good things we did. Yeah, so for some people, I, I know a little bit because I did, I also did send an email, right? 
because I was just like, because I was like, we've tried so hard to like try to make antelope into like some type of like a, a reputation for itself. And like these guys are just like they just tried to like it was like it was trying to force it into like a bad situation. And it was just like nobody was prepared. Like it's one thing about being prepared and going into it than just trying to just force it. Right. And it's just like, oh, we'll just see what happens type of situation. But I'm not going to dive more into that because it got into like a lot of politics and stuff like that. But I did see that. And it was just amazing to see you guys, not only your guys selves doing something about it, but like teaming up with all the other organ or other organizations there to do something about that. Right. Um, Amrith, uh, I just want to let you talk a little bit about, about yourself and your SHSS um, uh, experience and then now going into GMC, like what you're excited for and your thoughts of, of what's, what's to come. Yeah. So, um, so the Bay area in general, our membership hasn't always been the strongest. Um, so Silver Creek, uh, definitely had the same problem. You know, um, I, I believe that I was restarting SHSS on my campus. I think it was present during my senior year, but it kind of died after that you know nobody was willing to take on the leadership um and then my junior year um actually it was Gerlene who forced me into it she kind of went like are you gonna do it or not and I was like okay fine I'll do it um but I'm so glad that I did and I'm so glad that she forced me into that's it. what we call a leader right there yes sorry definitely. yeah no I remember on my 16th birthday party she like yelled at me she was like you have to do it no, you needed that push you I, did, it. I did I was like you have it's a friendly to do push it. okay it's it's a friendly push <laughs> Tough love. Um, but yeah, I am so glad that she did do it because I, um, even though on campus, it was not very active. Um, about like a month after like our club actually getting its like footing going, we went virtual. So, you know, for a while there wasn't anything going on, but then it kind of hit me. It was like, okay, you know what, like we're all virtual. So the bounds of kind of transportation and location are kind of lifted. So uh, I started organizing just in general with all of Bay Area and I got to create um, something that I hope I can continue on into the San Jose State's JMC. It was called the listening circles, right? So once a month we would get together, we would either read um, a part of something or we would watch a couple videos. Uh, so we started February this year, we talked about black women um, in history we went over Angela Davis. We watched an interview of her when she came um, out of jail. It was her first public interview. It was very interesting. So many interesting discussions just arise from that. And then we talked about um, intersectionality. You know, we talked about the Kassan Morcha. We talked about how um, we kind of went a deep dive into the fact that um, it's not just the Indian government. There is a lot behind the Kassan Morcha, we specifically talked about, you know, the corporations, we talked about um, the corporations out here in America, we talked about the, you know, the billionaires out here who have a direct hand in what's going on in the Kassan Morcha, why they're pulling, you know, why they're taking our land away from us, why they're creating a capitalistic system over the agriculture of Punjab. Um, we talked a lot about that. Uh, hopefully, I'll continue it. We only did about four months, but yeah, that was a very exciting part. And then, of course, Napoleon and Napolange took up majority of my time. You know, we started 
November last month and we ended just last month. So it took, I mean, last year, November last year. So it was nine months of straight organizing. Uh, looking back, it didn't seem that long. Um, looking back, it didn't seem that long. It was just like second December hit. It was like, oh my God, first conference is in April. And now it's like August. And I'm just like, damn, I really spent nine months just putting <laughs> all my efforts into Napoleon. It was so worth it though. Like but, at the JMC retreat, um, people came up to us and they were like, dude, thank you so much for organizing something like this because they put it on for their family as well and put it on their TV. And they were like, that really started a conversation in their own homes about um, 1984 and what happened. So honestly, that just made my heart so full and I was so happy after hearing that. Yeah, but um, yeah, so unfortunately I didn't get to organize a lot within my own campus, but I am excited for San Jose State and JMC, I'm excited that I'll actually get to be on campus and I'll get to organize. Um, and, you know, I'm excited for this year's theme and stuff. Uh, this In the retreat, we got to pick themes and uh, we went with, oh, I keep forgetting the name, but it's something to do with Sikh asylum and like the border and, you know, Sikh immigrants. And we'll get to talk about the school to prison pipeline, you know, the prison industrial complex. I am just so yeah, I am, I mean, I could go on forever, but I'm going to end it just like I'm very excited to start organizing and I cannot wait to see the amazing things that all of the JMCs will be doing. So, yeah, yeah um, I think, um, so when you guys, when you were just talking a little bit about like when you guys started planning and when you guys started like running things and stuff like that, it's like, I kind of started around the same time. If you, if you go look back, our first episode was in November so it's like i started around like the same time you guys started with um with uh with your guys conference so it's like we started around the same time kind of but it's like also like i don't think you should be discouraged in terms of like only how like you guys were only able to like um organize like four of those like listening circles because i think even doing four was like it's it's an amazing thing right like for me to get to episode 10 for me is like an amazing feat I don't know when this will stop. Maybe this might be our last episode. I don't know, right? I hope it's not our last episode because there's so many more things that I would want to talk about and want to get to. But it's just like, you just don't know like what the circumstances are going to be, right? And you never know that, um, like what's what's in store tomorrow. So the, it's just, it's exciting times to look forward. Like I know um, us at Davis, we're really excited for this upcoming year. It's just more about like we we had last year to kind of build our relationships, build a like working relationship with one another. Um, and then from there, um, we're just going to be able to continue from last year. I know like we were able to trend like last year, we like I started off from like the beginning, kind of said like we had a um, we had a little bit too many people, like, like too many cooks in one kitchen. Right. That's what like the saying is. Right. That we just have like too many people where you can't do anything um it, it was it just it was just very challenging for us to organize with so many people having to like like have a say in things and was, I know like that kind of sounds um dictatorship is but like it's also like it, you also have to like keep in mind planning a meet like scheduling a meeting with 11 people is way harder than scheduling a, a meeting with five so it's like for us like I know there's a lot of turnover and we're just very excited to get started with this school year um i know if you look if you follow us on our jmc uh instagram you can see that like for like the better end of like last year school year we kind of 
we kind of fell off in terms of like activity and staying up. But um, I we still were posting uh, podcast episodes, which is something that I, I I will continue no matter what or best of my powers. Um, with that, I just wanted to say again, uh, if you are watching us live on you uh, or uh, watching us on YouTube, the video version. So hello again, please bear in mind that we are using Zoom. And even though Zoom is amazing for everything that it has given us, it's also it does uh, it does have its faults, right? Um, with internet it, it, like internet connections, with um, our cameras freezing up, right? I know I know we've had that problem a couple times, but it's not just this episode. It's been it's been an ongoing thing for us. Uh, I know whoever has used Zoom, you know this, right? Um, but again, yeah, if you're watching us live, uh, thank you, or on YouTube, our faces, thank you. Uh, make sure you subscribe to keep growing the channel, keep growing our community and the segments that we are making. Uh, again, these podcasts are, are mainly for the guests to, to speak and give them a platform to speak. And then for the sangats to interact and, and take that conversation that we have the next step further, take it to their friend groups, their, their households, right? Uh, the conversation never ends just within this hour or this however long this episode is. It always, it's always going to continue afterwards. And, and please, I encourage you, take any of these things that you might have learned today and, and go talk about it with your parents or go talk with, about it with your friends. Uh, but also check the description again. Um, the link to episode three for a Kassan Morcha podcast would be down there. But also there would be the uh, resource uh, link for um for napoli and napoli um the conference so all their all their uh, recordings for each day uh and all their presentations all everything will be on that resource page so again please go and check that out uh if you are listening on spotify and on google and on apple uh, again i just want to say thank you again uh you guys support really means the world to us and to me especially uh, specifically uh i see that our numbers are growing every single episode and every single month so again just thank you everybody who has been supporting and been sharing it with your friends uh share it honestly share this podcast with anybody you think that would like it right um and we talked a little bit about if you never try it or you never show somebody something or anything like that you'll never know right you it's just always about trial and error type of thing maybe you share with somebody and they didn't like it that's fine but if whatever you share with somebody and it, and it, they they're super interested and who knows they want to maybe come come on for a podcast episode down the stretch right um but again i just want to say thank you again for everybody for the love and support that you guys show um with that i am gonna close because i know we've been going on for a while now but again i just want to say thank you to both of you guys for joining uh, I think it was it's really awesome not only for you guys to come on and speak about what you guys did, but also what you guys did and what you guys are going to be doing here in the future is also going to be amazing. And I can't wait and can't uh, be more proud and be happy that you guys are that are you guys are leading in your guys' spaces that you guys have. Um, with that, if you guys have any last comments or anything you just want to make before we head out. Uh, yeah, for sure. Thank you for having us and giving us a like a platform to speak on about this conference series. It definitely means a lot um, to be heard and have a voice. Um, and then Amrit, if you want to go. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to thank you uh, again for inviting us on the show. And I also want to take this time to congratulate you on your success with the JMC Chronicles. Um, you know, it's 
it's an amazing thing that you're doing. Uh, and I, I, for one, cannot wait to see it. I don't know if this is the correct word. We're going to like see it, yeah. it, you know, blow up and stuff. But <laughs> no, this is going to do amazing things. So again, thank you for giving us a platform and to all the other speakers that you've invited. Um, yeah. No, I, I've said this from the beginning and I, I'll say this again. The guests are who, who really make this podcast. I, I like more or less like I am being selfish sometimes when the, with the topics I pick, the guests I pick, because I'm just sitting here listening to honestly, like this is my hour of listening to a podcast for myself. Uh, and I'll just throw my own two cents into a conversation. Right. But other than that, I'm just honestly sitting here and just just learning alongside our listeners. But um, with that, again, I just want to say thank you to both you guys. And I'm excited to see what you guys do in the future. But with that, uh, I would say, Waiyuji ka khalsa, Waiyuji ki fateh.